Hello and welcome to the Red Pill Island Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Black. I'm joined here with co-host Grant Lewis and Jamar Leonard. He's a member of the Black community and he's a former Amazon employee and Grant really likes him. So really glad to have you on the podcast, man. Thank you. How you been? I'm pretty good, man. Just getting acclimated to my new college and uh, trying to traverse the coronavirus lifestyle. (laughs) I understand that. So, Jamar, you are our second guest ever. It's a great honor and a privilege. Thank you. Welcome. So this is uh, episode eight, long-awaited, long-anticipated Black Lives Matters episode. Here we go. So, I just want to start out by saying I saw an article, and Rudy Giuliani said, Black Lives Matter is a domestic terrorist group. What do you guys think about that? Uh, Go ahead, Jamar. (laughs) I'd have to say he's pretty correct. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, I wholeheartedly agree with that statement. Um, For the most part, yeah, they're pretty, I would say that they are a domestic terrorist movement as well as Antifa. But as far as uh, the BLM movement goes, another fact out there for the people who aren't aware um, if you go to the donate page of BLM, it goes directly to trueblue.com or .org or whatever it is. And True Blue uh, is the donation site for the Democrats. So you're donating directly to the Democrats. You're not donating for to Black Lives Matter. You're not donating to anything related to supporting Black Lives. You're only supporting... Democrats. Yeah, I think that's I heard a, something about that today. Actually, that that is a fact. You can you can even do it right now. Like, just go to the donate page, and if it'll take you to, it'll look like it's you know Black Lives Movement page or whatever. But if you look at the actual URL, it says it'll say something uh, dot true blue or something like that. And if you just Google what true blue is, it'll tell you. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great point because that is factually accurate and it just really shows how much of a scam it is and really yeah, it's just absurd. Mhm. So um you know, uh maybe we should talk about George Floyd a little bit. Um Grant had found something that uh he was on drugs, his lungs were inflated, he possibly would have died of a overdose had he not gone outside. Grant, uh, do you want to talk about that? Yeah, so the incident with George Floyd was really unfortunate, and obviously none of us are, you know, happy about it, but mm-hmm. I think it's important to look at the details regarding that. So essentially what I understand is he had a lethal dose of fentanyl and meth in his system at the time of the arrest. At the time of arrest, 
And also in the footage, uh, he clearly said that he was having breathing troubles before it escalated. And uh, the police definitely tried to appease the public and Black Lives Matter by, you know, um, getting rid of uh, the officers involved. Um, And of course, they would do that to try to appease them. You know, they get very violent. And uh, when they don't get what they want, they smash things. And it's just sending a message that it's okay to break stuff. Essentially. Right. Yeah, pretty much. Um, let's see. Invet- I saw another article in, uh, from Kusi News. Investigative re- reporter Drew Hernandez says Black Lives Matter is a Marxist terrorist organization. And he also tweeted, America, this is not normal. BLM is a terrorist organization with a video of uh, a lot of cars being blown up. And then he also tweeted, multiple buildings set ablaze tonight. Why the inaction from the National Guard? And then um, another tweet. More rare footage from the BLM riot last night in Kenosha. Are these the peaceful protesters you were referring to, Barack Obama? You know, I just want to say that a lot of the liberals are downplaying the riots by calling them mostly peaceful protesters. But you can clearly see... Yeah, they are not mostly peaceful. They will destroy anything in their path. Yeah, that's that's a that's a load of BS right there. I don't know why they would they would come across and say something like that, but clearly it is to try and you know keep trying to sway the public and lie to the public about you know what's really going on, and that is that is the job of the mass media. They aren't tell to really you know tell you the news or to tell let alone tell you the truth and so you know of course they're gonna try to you know take a real take a situation that's actually looking bad and then you know they'll make it look like it's you know all sunshines and rainbows absolutely yeah um i i think liberals are masters of turning a blind eye I think they know what's going on. They're just, you know, masters of uh, just turning away. And uh, they've done it with the email, with Hillary's emails, and they'll do it again. So I think it depends on what kind of liberal you're you're uh, describing. You know, I feel like there's a few different kinds. There's because a lot of the liberals that I've, you know, run into on the Internet or in person, they generally aren't that educated, like at all. They just consider themselves liberals because that's what a lot of people run into. And they see how much hate, you know, people like us would get or, you know, conservatives, people who aren't, you know, people who aren't liberals, people who aren't for the left. They see that they get scared by that. And, you know, another way is their parents might be, uh, Democrats their whole lives. I know my parents were. They not they did not once consider voting Republican at all, let alone conservative, anything like that. Yeah, so um there's a lady named Barbara Reynolds. Uh she's an ordained minister and author of six books. 
including the first unauthorized biography of the Reverend Jesse Jackson. She's a former editor and columnist for the USA Today. She wrote an article, I was a civil rights activist in the 1960s, but it's hard for me to get behind Black Lives Matter. I support its cause, but not its approach. She's a member of the, you know, the black community. And she says in the article, it is difficult to distinguish legitimate activists from the mob actors who burn and loot. The demonstrations are peppered with hate speech, profanity, and guys with sagging pants that show their underwear. Um, <laughs> even if the activists aren't the ones participating, they are neither are they condemning it. So, you know, even um, a very um, well-educated black woman is against Black Lives Matter, which, I mean, it's not shocking because, you know, I have a lot of black friends that they don't they don't like Black Lives Matter. This one guy said it it, it makes uh, black members of the black community look bad. That's what he said. Yeah, what do you yeah. think about that? I would totally agree. I mean, for the most part, like even you guys remember back when, like this this whole thing happened in uh, 2016, right? How it just blew up. Yeah, and then it just went quiet. Why is that? Yeah, excellent point. Bringing up the pandering uh, uh, during election years, uh, you know, really important to understand that. Because uh, yeah, what was it? There was another. There was a video. I can't remember who it was, but it was a black guy. He came out. He talked about not being for Black Lives Matter back in 2017. He was saying this whole thing. This whole thing was a sham back then. So it's like you can. So it's like if people are were catching on back then, you know, then and with things are the way that they are happening now, um, you know, this this it's obvious that this whole movement isn't really going to be standing for that much longer anyway. So yeah, it it did die out uh, after 2016. I think they were like waiting in the shadows, waiting for something. And they found it with George Floyd. Um, I do believe, uh, you know, there is like very rich people funding this movement. Um, I believe George Soros funded a lot of this movement. And um, they they took advantage really of the coronavirus and um, just people being bored and pent up. And they, they just use that um, to just unleash this new wave of Black Lives Matter. Oh, of course. That's generally their goal and their agenda, really. They're, they use, they try to use the African Americans and people of color in general. They use our emotions just to get our votes. And then they don't do anything for us. And if you look at the people who are like the, the really front faces of the democratic party right now, if you look at all of their history, they've been in office for, you know, 40, 50 plus years. And just look at what they've done. They haven't done much for black lives for people of color. So it's like, why are they spouting out all these, all this stuff, all these lies. And then they do nothing. Isn't that amazing? the length they'll go to do that, the pandering and SJW culture. I mean, we look, we've literally seen a lot of these candidates and um, 
Democrats that have been in office for many decades even participate in cultural appropriation. That one picture with the uh, African attire. Yeah, I think I saw a video yeah. on that. Yeah. Uh, mm. That... How did, how did you feel about that when they all like kneeled with the African attire, Jamar? How did you feel? So what I had heard was that the specific attire that they had wore was very offensive to the African community. Not the African-American, but the African community. That offended the crap out of them. They didn't like that. Yeah. It represent. I can't remember exactly what it was, but it just represented something to them that was very sacred, and yeah. like they had no business wearing that. And uh, from what I understand, Africans are a very proud people, and they oh, they are. They yeah, really, really are. Um, in fact, they're they get. I mean, let's be real. They had slaves too. They were part of the slaves trade. <laughs> yeah i heard about that yeah so that and uh what was it there was i think one of the richest kings like in the world ever is he was from africa like he had the most gold ever of all time or something like that from africa wow yeah so um, you know tucker carlson called those democrats the do nothing democrats i thought that was kind of funny i saw it on uh, live on the news one day um <laughs> so basically um you know black black lives matters what i noticed is that they they select things to choose they select things to boost their cause and then they look away from things that don't like you know um they really yeah. did not care about certain black deaths and they just looked nope. past it like I'm talking about, like David Dorn. Um, okay. You know about David Dorn? Yeah, I had not heard about him. What happened? You ever, okay, so he was a very well beloved member of his community. He was like a retired uh, cop, and his friend asked him to uh, like be a security at his pawn shop, and <laughs> so he doesn't turn down friends. So he did, and one night uh, he got a call to go out. There's the alarm went off, and uh, like there was a bunch of BLM uh, rioters, and one of them shot and killed him. And oh, wow. uh, Black Lives Matter failed to uh, talk about that. Well, yeah, of course, it doesn't support their agenda. It doesn't support their cause. They're not even going to acknowledge it. They're just as soon, even if you do acknowledge it, you know, obviously, we know what they're going to do at this point. We've seen it a billion times. They're just going to yell and scream at you even louder. They're just going to yell across your facts they're going to try to yell and scream louder than whatever you say so that they so that you know you're silenced basically yeah his wife was on the republican convention she had a very riveting and amazing speech how she said Mm -hmm. that these younger uh members of society they just think like life is like a video game they they don't care about death and um you know, it was a very touching speech, and she talked about how Black Lives Matter is driving the nation apart and destroying things. Like, you know, uh, we've seen what happens to the li- liberal cities. Uh, yeah. I mean, people- shoot, we, I mean, we practically live in a in a liberal state. Yeah, we saw what happened with uh, <laughs> Seattle with Chop and with Chaz and 
and the yeah. mayor the mayor was ridiculous she was like it's the summer oh. of love yeah she she was a freaking joke the summer of love until they start coming to your house <laughs> yeah and then someone got shot and killed there they didn't let the police in it was they took over the police station i think and uh like how how could they let that happen well the go- the the city government let that happen pretty much yeah um even trump said that he would offer the uh, the national guard to any state that would want it and they they just turned a blind eye you know yeah so you and- know he what he did was he he and he did that on purpose too yeah so um you know black lives matter to me it's it's a terrorist organization it's it's fear-mongering it's um Mm -hmm. in in some ways and i don't know i i'm like i wouldn't i wouldn't wholeheartedly want to like put them in a complete in that category but they're kind of a lesser degree of antifa in some in some ways like they're 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 on the same side of, like already right it, they they they're kind of on the same side you know they're not not that they're it's not that they're for the same causes but they kind of you know they both aren't really promoting love they aren't promoting anything about trying to get the people together they're both driving the country apart in in different ways so it's like yeah they're both they're both on the same side in that degree. They burned and broken a lot of buildings. A lot of people have been killed and like they most for the most part got away with a lot of it. Cause it just and, like, and that's not really true because that's what happened when you saw those videos of those guards and unmarked vans and unmarked vehicles t- taking people. Yeah. That's yeah. what that was about. They 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 tried to make it look like it was about kidnappings, but that that's not what it was. That was actually people getting arrested for being involved in taking down, you know, government property. Yeah, they really spin that to fit a specific narrative for sure. Yeah, and so right now, from what I've heard is happening, a lot of the people who were who had done that, and the people who are doing a lot of the rioting right now. You know, if they mess up some government property or if they mess up some property in some kind of way, eventually they're going to get what they deserve. And, and these people that are gathering in massive protests, I mean, they got to be a little crazy, man, because why would you be cool. so densely packed with people in uh, coronavirus? I mean, these are the people that have the luxury to go and and protest most people have to work man um right i don't know it's just i have to work yeah it's it's kind of selfish to go to these massive uh protests and you know they'll even block streets they don't care they'll they'll block the highways and um there's a thing i looked it up if if you block the highway you are illegally um detaining and arresting someone like basically you're stopping them from moving and they have yeah. the right to basically uh, run you over in self-defense, basically, is what I read. Oh, no, yeah. I, I don't blame you, especially when, what was it? 
I remember seeing one video when it talked about uh, it, it promoted these you know, weapons on how to break into cars from people and pre- try to prevent them from running you over. And they were selling it to rioters and stuff like that. It was like a little, it was like a little thing where it could break the window and it, it had a little clip on the end of it to cut the seatbelt open. It was, I just thought it was really messed up. Yeah. I don't understand these protests. I mean, they're, I mean, it's clear where they're trying to take the country and everything like that, but they're not, it's, it's, they're not going to get very far. I'm telling you, man, it's George Soros. He's planning where and when these protests are going to happen for most of them. And it's to disrupt the government. It's not cheap. This is not cheap. Yeah. And he's been trying to take down uh, the U S for quite some time. Him, uh, and the, the whole, you know, deep state, what Trump yeah. called it. The whole deep state is trying to take down the government. Uh, they're also known as the cabal. All these names, either way, they're all they're all just trying to take down America. Because once they can, once they can take down America and other countries see that, then they won't think that there's any hope for them. Yeah, and for the most part, you know, they're pretty protected on social media. Like, if you say anything bad about Black Lives Matter, you will be, uh, your post will be taken down and, you know, so much for freedom of speech. Um, (laughs) Yeah, freedom of speech until you use it. (laughs) Yeah, so they have some sort of bend on the First Amendment. And, you know, Tucker Carlson described it pretty well. He said, like, the Black Lives Matter movement, it, it, it hit, it came out so fast and so hard that no one was able to stop it and no one dared try to stop it. Well, how could they with how much funding it had? I know, right? That must be billions of dollars of funding. I mean, you, you got to remember who's funding it here. You know, we, we're talking about one of the richest people, if not a group we're, yeah, of we're talking about richest like people on the planet. Level money here. Yeah. So... This is oh, really um, incredible. And... Um, I just got to throw this out there. George Soros and uh, the Rothschilds. You can't forget about them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just honestly baffled by this. And uh, going through some notes here and just to add in some numbers, um, we're now looking at a ground total of... 600 plus million dollars for property damages, 30 plus deaths that occurred as a result of these riots. Um, And when you take into consideration the Ferguson effect, I really oppose this situation because it clearly is having a negative impact on the black community and promoting violence and destruction. And I also want to say that I'm highly skeptical of uh, some of the uh, alternative ideas that they're wanting to implement, such as um, adding in like social workers to respond to domestic disturbance calls. That just sounds like a really controversial, horrible idea. What are y'all's thoughts on that? Um, Jamar, go ahead. Well, 
I mean, I could see how that would be helpful in some cases. I mean, some extreme cases, but it all it, it but that's a really touchy situation. That's a I feel like that's really a, a that would have to be a case by case thing. And for the social worker, like what are they what are they gonna do? What can they do? You know what I mean? Like that that would I would have to I would have to be I would have to know what the real definition of of the social worker would do and what they what what their job would be right yeah um, i'm with jamar here yeah i think it's uh because that's that's a very broad statement you know social worker what is what exactly is that yeah i i think there's been a lot of rhetoric uh talking about like just having them come into like domestic disturbance situations with like family violence. And I just like, it just makes me a little bit, I just question it, you know? Yeah. And we, we all should, because again, that's like I said, they're not really, if they, if they can't be transparent about that front, you know, that, I don't know, that, that just seems like a lot of bills that they, that they show in Congress and stuff like that. They use the kind, these kinds of words that are meant to be taken any kind of way by anyone and everyone. So it's like, what exactly does that really mean? Yeah. So, um, what do you guys think about like all these um, accusations of people being called racist and sexist and, you know, people will say all lives matter and then you know, they'll be, uh, you know, Attack. shot down. Attack. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That is just the dumbest thing ever. And I'll, and I'll admit, there's been some time. Oh, one of my uh, Facebook friends from all the arguments that I've been on in the past couple of months, it's, I'm not going to lie. I'm enjoying this so much. It's, I'm getting a kick out of it. But, one of my friends had commented and said that I am being indoctrinated or something along those lines by right-wing propaganda. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? um, uh... I see an article here. um, It says, saying all lives matter doesn't make you a racist. It just makes you extremely ignorant. And then they like started talking about how Pence said all lives matter when they can when they basically targeted him and told him <laughs> to say Black Lives Matter on fucking Juneteenth. I oh, can't stand man. I can't stand Juneteenth. Like that <laughs> I'm sorry, that that's the day I fucking board up my house, I board up the windows, I lock the door and I stay inside all day. I cannot stand that day. That day freaks me out and it, it's not a fucking holiday, that's some made up shit. Juneteenth. It sound it even sounds awful. <laughs> the fuck is a teeth? <laughs> to be honest, as a black guy, I'm I'm not really in tune with that. To be like, I'm I'm not. I, yeah. I don't know. It feels like a forced holiday, man. It feels forced. I mean, what was it? Let me I'm just read. What is that? Oh, I thought you, he broke up for a second. 
Yeah, Jamari breaking up. Hello, are you still there, Jamar? Can you hear us, Jamar? Hello? Uh, oh, you broke up there for a second. Oh, sorry about that. Hello? Yeah, yep. yeah, we lost you for about 20 seconds or so, but uh, looks like oh. we can hear you now. Okay, sorry about that. I oh, wanted no, that's to look okay. something yeah. up. <laughs> um, so anyway, so a quick fact about Juneteenth. Juneteenth's actual uh, freedom, like their actual day they, they were uh, freedom, they were freed, was uh, like a year and a half before act- the actual Juneteenth date, but they didn't want to announce it and they didn't want to say anything. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, guys, I found a really awesome article. Oh. So okay. it's called The Black Lives Matter Movement is the Enemy of African Americans by Leslie Taha. Um, the first thing I have to say is that as an African American, I would probably be called a racist. Mo- he said, Most people think that Black Lives Matter is a grassroots, black created, Black-run organization dedicated to fighting racism. It most certainly is not. The Black Lives Matter movement is the creation of a group of a f- very few wealthy individuals, nonprofit corporations, and the uh, the corporate media. So we talked about that. Um, mm-hmm. Yep. So it's a global network, and he's talking. Yeah, he's talking about George Soros and Rob McKay, the Ford Foundation. Borealis Philanthropy, the Democracy Alliance, and many others are running it. Um, and he said, not exactly what I would call a black-run grassroots organization. Um, yeah, I'd agree with that. Mm-hmm. Me too. He says, um, are, are, are police shootings of African-American men on the rise? No, they are not. In fact, they are on the decline. According to the Juvenile and Criminal Justice Report, the rate of police killings of African Americans has fallen 70% over the last 40 to 50 years. So that's not really what, you know, yep. CNN is telling us. Oh, yeah. That's very true. Um, one thing that BLM is only focused on is the, what was it? I think it's about 5% of black people that are killed. But they want they don't want to say anything about the ninety five percent of black people that are, you know, killed by other black people or the black people that aren't even born yet. They're aborted. They're they're they aren't talking about the, you know, uh what was it? Well, I wanna say four hundred and over four hundred thousand babies that were aborted. All African American. Yeah. In one year. Yeah, so according to the FBI Uniform Crime Report, 29-25 African Americans were murdered in 2018, Mm -hmm. I presume in the U.S., and uh, 89% of them, 2,600, were murdered by other African Americans. So Black Lives Matter won't talk about that at all, but they'll blame, you know, police officers for a minuscule amount of the deaths, which is 
declined 70% over the last 40 to 50 years. Exactly. And a lot of the times, the police, you don't hear about this, but the police just have the facts a little, a little screwed up. And, like, if this country was so damn racist, how the hell did we have an African-American president for eight years? Um, that would be because he is part of the this movement that is going on. Well, no, not this movement, but he was part of the deep state. He was part of the whole movement. He was, that was the plan in the first place for him to be in office. And it went according to plan. That's interesting. Yes. The yeah. plan was, there is a 16 year plan to take down America and it was supposed to be with Obama for eight years, and then it was going to be Hillary for eight years. And but Trump then, stopped it. Yes, that's exactly what happened. I fucking well, love Trump, man. He's a fucking national hero. That's <laughs> what happened. And 2020 is this crazy year. It's not Democrats versus Republicans. It's not conservatives versus liberals. It's good versus evil. We're going to build a gold-plated statue of Trump on Red Pill Island. Like, right in the center. <laughs> God bless Trump. God bless Trump. And if you guys are really, really curious as to what he's trying to do right now, he's trying to awaken the public to all the evil and all the messed up corrupt things that have been going on. That's why things are happening the way they are. This was all So I got some more um, interesting information here from the article. This is a great article, by the way. Um, so, um, Grant, you still with me? Yeah, I'm still here. So he asked, who is this George Floyd? Is he some great civil rights leader like Martin Luther King or Nelson Mandela? No, he was a violent career criminal. <laughs> With a long criminal record, George Floyd was released from prison in Houston, Texas in 2014 following an arrest for aggravated robbery. He had been in jail at least five other times. His arrest record included theft, drug possession, and criminal trespass. He was also the leader of a home invasion ring. My God. Yeah. Are, you guys, are you guys familiar with Freemasons? Yeah. Uh, would you be shocked if I told you that he has a Freemason eagle tattooed on his chest? Really? Now that is interesting. I saw a picture of him. It, it was him. He had a full eagle of, uh, like, or whatever the the main, like, you know, logo is of the Freemasons. is tattooed on his chest. Definitely could be conspiracy theories coming from that. Yeah. I, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't want to, like, you know, dive in on that, but I just, I just wanted to point that out. I just thought that was like, I was like, what? Yeah. What? For so, sure. that's crazy. He's the leader of a home invasion ring. They entered a woman's house. And he threatened to kill her by pointing a gun at her stomach. Uh, yeah, didn't he like pistol whip a pregnant woman or something? Yeah. 
Uh, so the article goes on to say, uh, nice guy, huh? And this is the one that the Black Lives Matter uses as their international poster boy. A violent career criminal. Well, at least you can't say they don't have a sense of humor. Yeah. Ain't that something. Mm-hmm. Weren't that, like, all the people that Black Lives Matter promotes, they all have, like, horrific, um, like, pass and horrific, like, charges. Yeah. Uh, that's... Who knows? That might be the case. I think Grant might know. Yeah, so all the recent incidents are basically all career criminals that... Uh, really had a damaging effect to society and I think a lot of the reasons us fellow conservatives take issue with that is because they really put them on a pedestal and they just they're really not worthy of that and they weren't productive people and you you really have to dig if you want to find out like because when George Floyd was like presented when I first found out about George Floyd you know it looked like he was a decent guy you know, they really portrayed him in a really good light. But then once I started doing some digging and some research, I found all this out. And, you know, man, it's very, um, you know, shady how they presented it all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that would also be called a false flag operation. Yeah. That's that's the, the same thing with... Uh, not to change the subject, but you guys remember those uh, those explosions that happened? Um, where at? a couple weeks ago or something like that? The the Beirut explosion. Oh yeah. The oh, oh yeah. yeah. I said I said explosions because yeah. there were multiple explosions that happened all around the world in that same exact day within like uh, twenty four hours. That was just one. It's really oh. fishy. Yeah, just like, just like that, it's a false flag operation to kind of distract people from what's going on for, or from what's really, really going on behind scenes and behind, you know, closed doors and stuff like that. Yeah, so I also want to talk about, um, you know, a lot, there's a lot of white girls that are like all for Black Lives Matter. And um, I'm wondering if they're doing it for more attention or whatever, because we saw it on the Tinder episode. We saw a lot of girls had BLM on their Tinder accounts, but I know a lot of um, yeah. white people, white girls that they, they support black lives matter blindly mm-hmm. and there's no way they would ever go out and protest. Mm-hmm. They just have it on their profiles and stuff. Yeah. That's, uh, what was it? Fact with people like that are, that are doing that. That's, it's the blind leading the blind. That's that's really what it is. They they that's support the cause. They support the movement. But if you ask them why, they'd have they would have nothing to tell you. Right. Well, they would probably have some made up answer like, "Oh, you're racist if you don't." Oh, of course, um, yeah. They would they would they wouldn't really give you a logical answer. Is what I should say. They would tell you something. You know what kind of what most people would say. They want to support black lives. Black people are getting murdered by the cops left and right. And it's like the thing about it is the videos that you see online happen. They don't happen as often as you think they do. Like, yeah, they do happen. 
you know, quite a lot. It's a big country. There's a lot of people here. And those things are going to happen whether you want them to or not. It's very unfortunate. But, you know, that's, that's, the, that's the blunt truth. And it's not that those things are meant to happen. You know, mis- mistakes are made. Yeah. Yeah, I think one girl even wrote, like, if you're neutral on this, then you're part of the problem. Like, if you're not for Black Lives Matter, yeah. you're against Black Lives Matter. And it's just... Yeah, and it's and that's no different than, you know, any any left-wing person saying, if you're not with me, you're against me. You're my enemy. It's yeah. the same thing. It's That's, that's how yeah. they try to manipulate you. That's how they try to get you to join what they're saying. It's how they try to guilt trip you into, into doing it. Yeah, like, what are you, Darth Vader? <laughs> I mean, that's just what they try to do. That's their tactics. That's what they do. And the people who are supporting the movement are doing it, and they don't even realize that. It... Yeah, it's just so much brainwashing, and they that's, just hop on. That's really what it is. Uh, they don't realize that. And part of this movement, this whole movement is also called the Great Awakening because people are actually waking up to what's going on, what's yeah. really, really going on. And all these, all these really, you know, secret tactics that people are doing, like, think about it a couple, like maybe I'm sure people were aware of what, were, of what was going on, you know, 20, 30, 40 years ago, but, you know, people as young as us wouldn't really be discussing something like this. Right. But what I think is like, they have so many numbers. It's almost hard to fight against them. I think I've read somewhere that there was resistance that locals were trying to fight them, but they couldn't match the numbers because like they're greatly organized and all that. So it's just kind of, it's a little bit scary, honestly. I've heard they are and they aren't. I mean, I've heard some, I've heard some, you know, riots and stuff like that. Uh, They went pretty well for, for their side, I guess. But even that is, isn't really happening as often as people think it is. It's only happening in just the democratic States. And for the most part, if people could actually see how many red States there are, it's ridiculous. Hey, hey, but, do you guys remember when um, Mark and Patricia McCloskey were on the news? Do you do you know them? Uh, no, no, I'm not. It was being, do you remember the guy with the pink shirt that had like a like an assault rifle, and the wife had a pistol? Oh, the couple. Oh yeah, yeah. Was defending. So basically, property. Black Lives Matter uh, protesters broke their front gate and just went on their property of their gated house. And they were out there in maybe like around 30 of them. And they come out with their guns and say, get the hell off our property. And then um, they, the black lives matter protesters take the victim role as if they did nothing wrong. And then they were charged with menacing protest. I mean, that's so backwards. You can't even defend yourself anymore. Well, the what I, I had also heard that they were getting extra support and help like from the government because that what was it? I think the White House had recognized who these people were and they saw that 
you know, what they're, they're wrongfully being charged. And so that they were sent help and lawyers and stuff like that. Yeah, eventually. But it's just like that whole thing is very wrong. And and they're going to sit there and say they didn't break that gate. That break was just destroyed. And, and they're going to sit back and take the victim role. And bro, if you go on someone's property, like in America, they can, they can kill you. And self-defense exactly and the thing about it is people a lot of people have forgotten that and the people that mm. do remember that get you know this that's what happened to them they get put out like they're like as if they're the bad guy because all they're doing is just simply defending themselves like imagine what would happen if 30 white people went to a black home and they broke the gate and they just stormed the lawn you know like Nothing imagine the the media reaction to that nothing would happen and that did happen with you know the kkk and stuff like that and they did a whole lot worse things than that but you know yeah if that's i mean but nowadays there would be a big fucking upset there would be a big oh yeah uh, media coverage yeah oh of course i mean at that point it's just you know white on black black on white you know race on white race on race either way it's a way to divide people, and that's what they want. I think on Family Guy, like Cleveland, <laughs> Cleveland was like nothing scares the media away, like black on black crime. Really, <laughs> that was pretty funny. Damn. So I mean, he's got a point, and I'm sure the creators of the show are very aware of what's of what's going on. Yeah. Have either of you heard of the woman Patrice Cullors? No. So Patrice Cullors, I believe, is a co-founder of the BLM movement. And what's interesting about her is the uh, some of her quotes are really quite ast- uh, really quite astonishing here and one of them she says we disrupt the western prescribed nuclear family structure holy shit i mean huge red flag it it stands out bold statement just seems really idiotic what do you guys think about that what was that statement one more time so she said Um, And I believe this uh, was on their website as well. And the quote is, we disrupt the Western prescribed nuclear family structure. Hmm. Interesting. You know, I think um, she's clearly a Marxist. And um, to give a woman like that that much power, you know, she's she's off her rocker. And that's being nice. Yeah. It's interesting you say that because uh, the other statement I have here from her actually is about Marxism, and it's really baffling that she actually said, myself and Alicia in particular are trained organizers. We are trained Marxist, and she was in a video in... 2015 i believe saying that so 
really, really amazing and crazy statements. Hmm. Uh, this article is really good, guys. Um, it's called Black Lives Matter Protests Are Blatant Hypocrisy by uh, Trinity and it's the Fresno Bee. And she says, uh, so apparently the motivation of the Black Lives Matter is to disgracefully cover up the failings of some African-Americans and to blame police and civilization as a whole for their problems. They're using a few rare incidents where police might have used too much force as a shameful excuse to tear down our social order nationwide and get kicks out of it. I like that. Yeah. So there's just so many um, to say that like black people in America are super oppressed and all that, you know, uh, and, and Oprah Winfrey says it all the time, yet she's worth billions of dollars. Um, there's a lot of famous um, black people in America that make millions of dollars, some make billions, and it's like, really? Mm-hmm. I feel like there's fair opportunity for members of the black community to to do just as well as a white person. Oh, that's and- fact. White people do not even make the most money of the races in this country. I think it's like um, Asians make more. Yeah. We're like in the middle of the pack. For sure. That is correct. Yeah. I mean, for the most part, as a black guy, it's, it's just that a lot of black people are aren't really given the same opportunities as a lot of other white people or any, or a lot of other races. And, you know, not that this isn't apparent in any other race, but a lot of times, you know, we'll grow up in one family households. I can't say I did, but I can't say that my family was functional either. Right. And, you know, with those, with those, you put all those aspects in there and when the black kid grows up in, into a black man, he's not really, you know, not really given a whole opportunities growing up. And he doesn't really have all opportunities as an adult. All he has left is to get a shitty job and to hope for the best. Yeah. I think the evidence suggests that it's highly due to a common trend of single parent households um, and yeah. as well as um, because of a cultural issue from what I understand. Yes. It is a, it is pretty cultural. Um, I would go along the record to say that it's probably just got to do with the fact that, you know, there is like for me personally growing up, there was just a lot of anger and hatred in my household. You know, there wasn't enough love. Like I'll, I'll, I'll honestly admit that like, I know that my parents love me, but I, I hardly ever heard him say it. Just that, right. just, just a thought. How often did your parents say that they love you? Oh, well, amounts. For me, my actually, my dad, he's not very good at that stuff, but he did say it. He did try to say it. My mom said it a lot, 
but at least like, one of them did. You know what I mean? And yeah. I'll admit, my neither of my parents like they would say you know good night, you know, and stuff like that. But for the most part, they didn't start saying that, you know, until years later. And I'll that I got I gotta say it, you know, that both my parents are, are passed away now, but uh they didn't really start saying it until closer to, you know, around the time that they were going to pass. Right. Uh, well, I actually didn't know that. Yeah. I'm sorry to hear that though. Yeah. Sorry, man. Oh, I mean, my mom was pretty cold life, you know, I mean, that's, 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 that's it's life. Yeah. It's, it's really tough. And that's like that. And that's another unfortunate truth for a lot of black people. A lot of black people's parents die when they're really young, you know? Yeah. So it's like we're we're going through all of these struggles at a really young age, whereas people of other cultures and other races, they don't have to go through that until they're a little older, at least. You know, so they're a little a little more well off emotionally, financially and things like that. Not to mention, you know, uh, neither of my parents run a will. <laughs> Bro, I'm just going to go on the record and say that Black Lives Matter should have chose Chris Rock instead of George Floyd. <laughs> I think Chris Rock w- would have been a better uh, yeah. spokesperson. Yeah. Like, not, not spokesperson, but like, uh, what, is, what is it? Like, poster boy. Poster boy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what he's even up to nowadays. I mean, personally, I don't really like, I, I did like him as a, you know, comedian and you know actor and stuff like that but as a person like i don't probably I don't know up to like it. you know crack or something i mean he, <laughs> he's kind of always looked like that though <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know but for the most part um i don't really know like i just think this whole blm movement is like it's it's just so it, it just needs to stop at this point but it's scripted, fake, and yes. gay. Yeah, it's it's, <laughs> yeah. it's it it needs to stop. It's getting so ridiculous at this point. Like I'm like they're like what was it? I got into an argument with one of my friends about it, and he you know unfriended me on Facebook and on all that stuff. But yeah. like, like it it literally the comments had just gotten to a point where all of his friends were ganging up on me. And I would leave, you know, like a good paragraph post of facts and things like that. And they would literally just pick out things like about what I'm saying Mm -hmm. and just like try to insult me about it. Like there was one thing I thought was funny. Uh, You guys are familiar with QAnon, right? Yeah. So all I did was I, I straight up mentioned that BLM was funded by George Soros. All they said to that was stop drinking the QAnon juice. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> and I'm just like, huh, you need to look into a mirror, buddy. Yeah, it's a black movement and the leaders are all white. It's pretty fishy, man. The leaders are white and the protesters are white. There are some black people there. That you know are of course brainwashed and things like that. But I mean, you gotta understand, man. These people are so high on like weed and like amphetamines and possibly drunk that they the mob mentality really takes <laughs> over and they just. I mean, I don't know. I Hulk smash. Oh, <laughs> the only the only thing I'll just, 
The only thing I'll disagree with you on that is weed. I'm a stoner. <laughs> and weed doesn't do shit to me like yeah, that. Yeah, but when you mix it, when you mix it with other stuff, uh that's what I'm saying. They're like yeah. on crack and weed. Oh, yeah. I mean, either yeah. way, if you 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 throw crack or you throw anything into it, it's like weed. You, you don't even need weed at that point. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I knew a guy that would candy flip. Uh, I just learned about it. It's when you mix acid and Molly. Like, yeah. isn't acid enough? <laughs> I, think you know? so. I think it just depends on what you want. <laughs> at that point, you just want to go to like another dimension. If you want to do that, then you do DMT. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I heard about that stuff. That is actually uh, what some shamans say, not to get off topic, but they've said that that's actually a way to the spirit realm. And you can, if you want, you can get ayahuasca, which is a drinkable form of DMT in South America. Yeah, so if you drink it, um, the trip will last for about like eight to 12 hours or yeah. longer. Mm-hmm. And if you smoke it, it'll last like 15 not not so like even that long, minutes. like like five yeah. ten minutes. Okay, five ten minutes. Um, so apparently, what happens is if you take the big third hit, you break into the different dimension, and you will most likely be confronted by machines and aliens, and elves and uh, yeah, basically just I uh, higher dimensional beings and things like that, and yeah, pretty much what you just said aliens things of that nature pretty sure i've like experienced that in my dreams though like i have some crazy dreams we should do a podcast on dreams if you do i would really love to be a part of that i have done a lot of research in dmt i haven't done it i haven't had the experiences but i'm like i i've been so fascinated with uh dmt dreams all that kind of interdimensional type stuff so hit me up about that (laughs) Yeah, it's a fascinating topic for sure. Yeah, man. Um, Any other thoughts about Black Lives Matter? Well, yeah, for the most part, I just I just don't think that it's it's for what they say it's for it. There doesn't seem to be much good going on about it. It's. Yeah, it's it's just full of shit. Would you say it misrepresents the black community? Wholeheartedly. I mean, we already said it earlier. It's funded by white people. The white people are mostly protesters. I mean, I don't, it's and like they're using good African Americans as pawns, and they always have because that's why. That's why they. Uh, uh, I wanted to speak about that. That's why they got Kamala Harris into office. And a uh, funny fact about Kamala Harris is I can't remember what else she ran for in the past or some kind of general or something like that for the, for California, was it? Uh, basically, she registered as an Indian American. Now she registered as a African American for VP. Why is that? What happens when she runs for something else? Is she going to choose another race? So she's like a chameleon? No, yeah. she's she's a changeling. She's a you know, something like that. Like she's 
she can just change whatever race she is. Or maybe she just she's just one of those people that just has the freedom to choose her race because of what she looks like, her her skin complexion. She can kind of say whatever she is, and people will just believe it because that's that's exactly what happened. So to our viewers, if you vote for Biden, you're voting for dementia and a changeling. Um, I hate to say it, but pedophilia too. Pedophilia too. You heard it from Jamar. Pedo Joe. Yep. Uh, I think Trump calls him Sleepy Joe. That's such a funny nickname. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's that's kind of what it is. And I'm not saying it's going to happen, but there's a good chance that he's not going to be around for much longer. Not like he's going to die, but he's not going to be running for president much longer. There, there's a video that, like, compares uh, what he says in 2008 to what he says in 2020. Yeah. And, like, in 2008... He is like spot on, yeah. Uh, very well versed, very mm-hmm. intelligent, and now he's just like a fucking jargon babble, like loser that doesn't even know what he's talking about. Yeah. Um, well, he knew what he was talking about when he brought up the fact that when he goes swimming and little kids like to rub his legs. True. So. Uh... I think he. I think he definitely knew what he was talking about. That when he brought up that fact, I think he definitely knew what he was talking about. That if you don't, if you don't vote for me, you're not black. You ain't black. Yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> what? <laughs> you ain't black. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I, I feel like he he picks his moments and. It's it's just the wrong moments, and it's so obvious now that yeah, he's got he's got something fucked up with him, and that's yeah, he's on some very powerful meds, and it just yeah. distorts his thinking. Something like that, you know what I mean? Like, and plus he's got underlying issues. So, oh, of course, and that's another thing too. They're they're talking about uh, wanting to do uh, a drug test on Kamala Harris and pretty much the whole Democratic Party. Because if they find out that they're on hydroxychloroquine, you know, that the jig is up on that. Well, their asses are going down if that happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was it? I can't remember the doctor's name who said that, but you remember the African lady who's been going on. Emmanuel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She brought up, uh, I want I want a drug test from Anthony Fauci and all the all the Democrats and liberals and stuff like that. I want, I want a drug test from all of them. And Trump is backing her up and saying, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't mind that. So where's the drug test for that? And uh, for Kamala Harris and Biden, they are supposed to be getting uh, COVID tests. And that might lead to something about uh, Biden dropping out and them putting someone else in at the last second. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I see Biden as like a big Trojan horse. Um, yeah, that's that's all he is. I think I think the plan is to get him in, and then pull him out, and then have Kamala run things, and then she'll just pick like I, I don't know. It, it, I don't want it to get that far, so we just gotta put all our faith in Trump and vote for Trump, and that will yeah. happen. I mean, the the thing about it is, like I said, if they if if we could really get access to um, how many 
uh, Republicans and how many people are going to be voting for him this this term, like it's going to be crazy. It's basically just going to be a landslide. Yeah, like it's gonna it's going to be a landslide victory, and we we only we we just have to remember it's only August. We're we're moving into September. We still basically have two more months of this crazy shit. It's gonna get it's gonna get crazier, man. It's gonna get crazier. Just it's. It's going to get before it gets better. That's that's just... Buckle up, man. Yeah. Yep. And for us and the people who are really, really aware of what's going on, we just get to enjoy the ride. For sure. Just like, got to sit back and yeah, let it, it all it, unfold. It's going to be a It sounds like it's... Yeah, it sounds pretty crazy, but just, just sit back and enjoy the ride and be patient. I mean, pretty soon, there's just going to be, like, they're going to pull up onto scenes with semi-trucks full of Black Lives Matter protesters and just unleash them. Uh, like, like iRobot style. Just, like, unleash oh, them. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. I totally see something like that happening, especially with how things are going. But, um, yeah, going We're back probably gonna to... probably going to do that to my... To my house bro god incredible um so going back to kamala harris are you guys familiar with the politician named willie brown from california and their relation i think i think i've heard of him yeah he's the guy who's like 30 years older than her and he slept with her or something like that yep it's yeah yep spot on so yep this guy, Willie, is like, at the time, I believe it was like in the 80s or the 90s, and this gentleman was one of the most powerful politicians in California. Mm-hmm. However, Kamala Harris and him technically had an affair, and she was 29 to 30, I believe, at the time, and he was actually 60 years old. Yep. Damn. So just another reason not to support Kamala Harris. And I admit I'm quite judgmental of it. I don't think that if a politician uses sexual favors to advance a career, that it's honorable at all. So no, yeah, no, not some quid pro quo. Yeah, it should be. It should be immediately over right there and done. Yeah. Yes. Kamala Harris just seems very like, mysterious and like she's hiding a lot of things and i really just don't trust her i think uh there were many other better uh vice president picks for no sure. they did that that they did that on purpose because they wanted to get someone in office who was a female and and quote unquote african-american honestly they they would have done better with like oprah <laughs> <laughs> Oprah, oh god, no, <laughs> dude, she's got an ankle bracelet on. Really, really? Yeah, she's got an ankle bracelet on. She's involved with that pedophilia shit. Oh shit! So you know what Oprah has been doing, right? With her new like Zoom shit, she'll bring a bunch of white people on, and she'll be like, "You are racist," and like just by being <laughs> white, they're racist, you know. And she's oh, like, it's okay, except that you're racist. Yeah, I'd, I'd heard about that. That's that's so full of shit. It, yeah, she's so she's so full of shit, man. 
Yeah, no, like she's she's got an ankle bracelet on right now because she's she's uh she's been arrested. Yeah, I didn't know about that. Yeah, and wow. uh, that that's what happened during the first lockdown. They arrested a bunch of pedophiles. Yeah, uh, same with uh, Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah, there was a big scandal with her recently as well. Yeah, that there's that scandal, and there's also the fact that she has she also has an ankle bracelet on for being involved in the pedophilia stuff. I mean, they're just like super rich, so I guess they get off with house arrest. Um, it's not that they get off with house arrest. That's just the temporary punishment until later. Until more and more of it unfolds, because I'm sure you guys yeah. are very aware of the whole "Save the Children" hashtag that arose on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, and, I've seen that. Yeah, and so if I don't know if you guys, I, I know, I know Grant, he's on Instagram a lot, but there's I'm, I'm there's, a more of a Snapchat and Facebook guy. I do. Oh, I, I understand though. that, but I've just seen some really, really fucked up things on. On Instagram in particular, mm-hmm. and it ha- it's they're just talking about a lot of celebrities being involved in this pedophilia stuff, guys. Yeah, Banks. Uh, well, who was it? Uh, Jay Z, Beyonce, uh, Hillary Clinton, especially is involved in this. She, especially a lot of satanic rituals and things like that. Yeah, I haven't really yeah. heard much about that. Uh, I have been going down that rabbit hole. Right on. Yeah. Yeah, I support that, man. You know? Yeah. Honestly. I've been going down that rabbit hole, and holy shit. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing wrong with that, man. And no, yeah, no. There's nothing wrong with knowing all of that. It's just that, like, it's it's so awful, like, with what these celebrities, what these politicians were doing, you know, yeah, uh, you know, the, especially with the whole Gisley Maxwell thing and Jeffrey Epstein thing, that's all tied in. That's all yeah. part of it. They they make it seem like they're their own separate things, but they aren't. They're all part of it. Hmm. Is this like the whole Pizzagate thing? Yes. Yeah. That was part of it. Yeah, that's, that's where they... more will be revealed, brother. Yeah, like yeah. I don't know if you guys want to do a separate podcast or if you want to talk about it now. <laughs> no, I think yeah. I think we'll have like a whole separate podcast for that because that that's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah, of like that is yeah. Like I I can I can break I can't break all of it down, but I can break a good portion of a lot of it, and it's 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 pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll probably have you on for that one. That would be good. Grant, yeah, we, you know who we really not. need Who's on the that? podcast? Who's uh, we, we, need, um, we need Coach Greg Adams. He, he's the guy that coined the phrase monkey double backflips. And he also, <laughs> he also calls uh, pussy peace leaf. <laughs> and we, yeah, he's the best. He, he's... Uh, he, he's one of the members of the black community. He's a great guy. Um, but definitely we need Alex Jones. We need to get Alex Jones on our podcast, man. That is a goal. Hmm. For sure. We need to get Alex Jones. And, like, he's deplatformed from everything. So 
I'm sure he would be oh, glad to gosh, like yeah. come on here. <laughs> yeah, Where... we need those guys. We also need um, Joker from the Better Bachelor YouTube channel. He's kind of a legend in the Red Pill. Story. Yeah. Yeah, Red Pill Island is just a place where you can come and be a, a conservative white male and or like a, a Red Pill or a MGTOW. Just come on and, and you won't be persecuted, man. <laughs> it's a great place, man. Yeah. All conservatives, welcome. All open-minded, free-thinking individuals because that's what it's about. Yeah. yeah, all conservatives go to Red Pill Island. Yeah, it's 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 like... You know, like the president says, and like a lot of conservatives say, it's time to start bringing this country together, and it's yeah. it's time to stop all the hatred. It's time to start spreading love and compassion and being. But but do you think blessed. do you think that you can like reprogram these these liberals, these radical liberals? I mean, they're yes. pretty. Yes. How? You ever heard of the walk away movement? No. no. Y'all need to look up the walkaway movement. It's it literally is a bunch of liberals talking about how they were brainwashed and shit like that, and they started they started questioning things very very slowly. They have to they themselves have to realize all the shit that's going on. They themselves you you can't when it comes to the truth of of anything. Yeah, you can't just tell people. You can't just tell people and expect them to believe it. You can't, con- even if you try your hardest to convince them, they have to realize it for themselves. They have to open their mind for themselves. Yeah. That's, that's, the, that's the unfortunate truth about a, a lot of this shit is, you know, and that's why some people are so dense. And that's why some people get angry and frustrated and start yelling because that's what cognitive dissonance is. Absolutely. Right. So it's like you just have to be aware of that when especially when you're talking to people who aren't really open to this kind of stuff. You the a better approach rather than just telling them all the stuff that we're talking about would rather be to question them. And if they can't handle that, then you know, at that point there's you know, they have to be they have to be ready for that kind of thing too. But if you can question them and if they're open to uh, you questioning their beliefs and why they believe in the things that they believe, then you might be able to get somewhere. Good point. Yeah. I think a lot of them might be lost causes and they're not going to, you know, yeah, the molding I just set in stone and all that. But I think um, now that you mentioned it, it actually kind of rang a bell in my mind and I'm pretty sure I've previously seen these videos on like Facebook and TikTok, and uh, a lot of uh, lifelong Democrats are just fed up. Yeah. I'm one of them. <laughs> I, I voted for Obama in 2012. Right. Holy on. smokes. Yeah. I'm not even kidding. Yeah, so you're living living proof of this. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome, man. I'm really glad we got we got you on the podcast. That's why I wanted to be on it. Yeah, man, it was really good having you on, man. Yeah, I'm glad to be on. I 
I really do hope to be on for the future. This is this is very fun. Yeah, man. Whenever I do the podcast, it's usually the highlight of my day, man. I have a great time doing this podcast. Green's a great co-host. Yeah, this is this is really a, a lot of fun, guys. Yeah, we should make like a Facebook group or something. I don't know if it'll get taken down because like it's pretty. Uh, <laughs> Honestly, you know. there's a good chance that it wouldn't. I mean, That's maybe awesome. some, depending on some of what our posts are. Oh, bit shoot. Hmm. Bitshoot and Patreon and things of that nature. You want to you want to start doing that, and then maybe you can start doing things like on YouTube and Facebook. Yeah, we're just trying to grow, um, you know, our view audience. Yeah, I understand that. But uh, are yeah, we even old, Grant? What was that? that? Is Red Pill Island even a week old yet? You know, it's funny you mentioned that because I'm pretty sure it's only like six days old or something, and we're yeah. already on episode eight. We we have a lot of viewers for six days, and we're pretty successful, man. We're on a good path. Yeah, something I want to talk about is um, we actually already have European viewers. When I was looking at analytics, it showed that we have quite a different – um, quite a few nations uh, joining in, so it's pretty Do interesting. Australia and Sweden? Yeah, we have Australian, Sweden, um, and we have we have Canada and the UK, etc. So we have a few countries besides our own tapping in. Yeah, that's really good to hear. I feel like very few podcasts and very few channels talk about Black Lives Matter as openly as we have. Yeah, I think people have gotten really fearful of uh, censorship, as we all know, so. Bro, this is going to be, this episode is going to be history, man. We're going to be on news articles online, bro. I, I, I can I can feel it. <laughs> this is I the still one. can't believe um, they made an article about me. On what? Sports. Yeah, there's an article about bar about me on Barstool Sports about my girlfriend list. They like dissected like each of the oh, I saw that. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> I saw the post from Grant, and I was just like, "Oh my gosh!" <laughs> it was actually pretty funny. I wasn't even mad. I was like actually impressed. Like, holy yeah. shit, that's me. <laughs> hey, man, yeah. just own it. Yeah, you know, my, my friend in real life was like, hey, bro, I saw you on Barstool Sports. I'm like, no way. And it was me. It was Daniel Black. Holy crap. That's insane. Yeah, so. And then we've yeah. done the wife list. Um, have you listened to our podcast before? Uh, not too many of them, no. I started listening. I, I was listening to one earlier today about uh, – uh, your recent episode, the feminists and everything like that. Oh, that that's like one of our best episodes ever. Yeah, I got a few laughs out of that one. That was pretty good, guys. <laughs> Thank so. you. We put a lot of work into that episode for sure. Yeah, y'all did great. Love some of those, appreciate. some of those, some of those Tinder profiles, though. <laughs> yeah, especially uh, what was her name? Like Tiff, Tiffany or something. 
Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm like, I, I had, like, not to chime in on it, but I had a, my past experience with that, and I just thought, like, the dumbest profile I saw was this girl's name was actually Friday. Wow. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm like, I see. And she even posted it in her description. Like, yes, my name is actually Friday. And I was like, uh, I don't know if I want to believe you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. like the profiles would be like BLM, ACAB, vote Trump, swipe left. Yeah. It's like, I don't even know you. And you're already starting drama and arguments. Like, is this how you live your life? Even, they don't even know what the movement is actually for anyway, so. <laughs> Seriously. I think they just want the, like, attention from it, I guess. They, yeah, they just want the attention. They want to be on the bandwagon. Oh, yeah. Liberals love bandwagons. Yeah, that's that's what it that's what it was. And that's, it's, it's just that people just want to be part of the bandwagon. Not everyone does, but, you know, a lot of people do. And, you know, I, I they're sheep. That's what they are, and so that's why uh, you can't just it, when you herd sheep, you can't just push them around. You gotta, you gotta just kind of slow, kind of just walk away, and they'll follow you. Right. Yeah. So, so that so it's like you know, just kind of think about that when you when it comes to you know talking about this kind of stuff to people who aren't open minded about it. This it's, it's ridiculous and. Like I said, moving forward, more love needs to be spread because uh, people have grown up with a lot of hatred. And we all know Black Lives Matter is not a movement of love. No. It is a movement of hatred. It is to overthrow yeah. the government. And they want to defund the police. Like, yeah. Yeah. They, uh, that, yeah, good luck with that. Well, a few, a few of the cities actually did. And what happened was, People were yeah. complaining that nine one one wasn't effective anymore, and it's like, well, yeah. that's because what do you expect? That's <laughs> you because know? all the police. It's not that they do. It's not that they actually defunded them. It's it's the fact it was because the police in those places actually decided not to respond to police calls. They decided not to. They decided not to show up to work. Yeah, I heard about that. Um, they, yeah. They, they didn't want to do that because they wanted to prove to the people, like, okay, if you want us gone, here's what it's going to look like. And they saw what happened. And there was even a vote uh, across, I think it was, yeah, it was America. And it was saying, like, 55, 65% of people, I'm like, I, I can't say if that's exactly correct or something like that, but a good, like, over almost half the majority of people black people wanted the police in their communities yeah they interviewed them yeah yep so it's like i don't understand why you know all these people who are supporting the movement saying to defund the police you know i'll i'll admit they maybe maybe they don't need some of the military gear <laughs> yeah but you know that 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 is extreme that is like they look like they are the military at that point, you know, and that is very, very intimidating for people, especially protesters and especially riders anyway. But you know, to just completely defund them and to make it so that they aren't capable of protecting the citizens, which is you know just doing their job, you know, yeah, that's that's messed up. 
there's good and bad in everything. And you can't blame a few bad eggs for, you know, you can't just, you can't just throw out the whole, the whole batch of eggs just for, you know, a few bad ones. Yeah. Right. Right. You know, that people just have to recognize that in everything, every side, conservatives, liberals, Democrats, Republican, police, citizens, black, white, who cares? There are good, there is bad. Period. All right, guys. Um, that was an excellent episode eight. Again, thank you, Jamar, for coming on the podcast. I think you did a great job. We'll definitely be uh, inviting you back for a future episode. Thank you so much. Yeah, man. I really appreciate you coming out. Yeah, I had a lot of fun, guys. All right. So the quote of the day is, if a man hates women, he's labeled as a misogynist. But if a woman hates men, she's a feminist. Yeah, okay. All right, guys. See you next time on Red Pill Island podcast. <laughs>